If you want to know how to create like the grades, let's break it down. What's up, internets, and welcome to Create Like the Greats. My name is Ross Simmons, and these are journal entries. Journal entries are a little bit different from our breakdowns here on Create Like the Greats. When we do a breakdown, we dive in deep into the ways in which an organization might run, or we break down the ins and outs of how a creator, one of the best of all time, did or do what they do. If you haven't already checked out some of our latest and greatest hits, you're definitely going to want to check out the episode where we dive into the artists, formerly known as Prince. We dive in deep to better understand the way that Prince embraced the creative process. We dove in deep to understand the ways in which Prince applied himself to creating some of the greatest music of all time. Not only did we dive into books, documentaries, and autobiographies from Prince, we interviewed people who worked closely with them to bring you a real deep understanding of the things that Prince did that made him great. But it doesn't end there. We've also broken down the ins and outs of organizations like Masterclass and how they were able to fundamentally shape culture on the back of their content. Beyond that, we dove into brands like Calm and so much more. In today's episode though, we're going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to be sharing with you one of the trends, one of the ideas, one of the things that I am currently, arguably, debatably, admittedly obsessed with. I am obsessed with AI for voice. This is my real voice. And yes, you've probably heard, if you haven't, go back a few episodes and you'll probably see a few episodes where I was interviewed by an AI, an episode where I literally showed you how I use AI to replicate my voice and the power of it. And in today's episode, I want to talk about the trend around audio AI and what this technology means for us as professionals. And hopefully someone out there will take these ideas and turn them into a startup, a business, uh, an initiative, a strategy, a campaign, or something to do something great. Someone will listen to this episode, I hope, and do good with this technology. And the reason why I say do good is because right now, audio-driven AI is scary for many people. And for good reason. Audio-driven AI can in many ways be used for harm just as much as it's being used for good. Some of the top tools out there on the market today include brands like Eleven Labs, Resemble AI, Murph AI, PlayHT, and Audio AI. There's also one called Natural Reader. These are tools that essentially allow you to turn text into speech, download that audio, and license it for yourself, or apply it to a video and turn that video into a deepfake of yourself. This is a wild, wild time. The reason why I say it's a wild time is because hackers can use this AI to steal your credentials in a matter of seconds. Hackers can very quickly take your voice, use your audio, upload it to one of these tools, one of these solutions, and use it to replicate yourself. It's a little scary. I mean, think about it. There's a handful of different authentication services that leverage voice to validate whether or not you are a certain person. Why is this scary? Because 
Today, you can replicate someone's voice using AI. So if I have your phone number, I know all of your banking information, I also have your audio and your voice, I can now take all of that content, upload it to the internet, get a deep fake of your voice, and very quickly use it to break in to all of your information. There's actually examples of this that are publicly available. There was a piece published in Vice a few months back, back in February, where someone talked about how banks in the US and Europe oftentimes use voice ID and they believe it's secure, but because of AI, it no longer is. And how you can use their automated line to kind of make your voice your password and use that to break in. There is a lot of harm that can be done with this, but there's a lot of good too. And that's what I wanna focus on today. Here's a few things that I think are going to change everything on the back of AI connected to voice. The first thing that I think is gonna fundamentally change is the, the expense and the cost that is typically associated with the creation of an audiobook. I can imagine some people in Hollywood are super afraid, but also excited about the idea of maybe being able to license their voice on the back of AI without actually showing up and recording things with their true voice. Let's imagine for a second that I'm Morgan Freeman and my voice is as deep as Morgan Freeman and as soothing as Morgan Freeman. I could now record a bunch of my voice, upload it to a tool, a solution like 11 Labs, Check the show notes, by the way. I'm going to include a link to 11 Labs in the show notes because I'm a big fan of their product and I think truly it is one of the best on the market. Check out the link, sign up for yourself, give it a try. I believe you can on the free account, maybe not, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, folks. Upload a few small snippets of your voice and replicate it and see how it goes. But let's say you're Morgan Freeman. Let's go back to the, the main plot here. You're Morgan Freeman. You have a bunch of content of yourself. You download your voice clips. You upload them to 11 Labs. 11 Labs then uses its technology to listen to your voice and synthetically recreate your voice. This is possible today, folks. It's not, this isn't an imaginary idea. You then, as Morgan Freeman, can start to say, hey, Audible, do you want me to voice any of your latest and upcoming books? Let the people know that they can license my voice for a small fee of $10,000. You know, I usually charge for me to actually come into a studio and record 90K, but you can get it now for 10K, just a license. It will be an AI that creates it, but it'll be me. How's that sound? Sounds great. Cool. Now imagine 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 books at a time being created under this license that would talk about recurring revenue, talk about a moneymaker for some great voice actors. Audiobooks for authors could also just skip the process of showing up and trying to labor over the book. They can just use AI to create the entire book. And we probably wouldn't even pick it up because some of us, like me, listen on one and a half speed. I met some folks the other day that listen on 2x speed. Wild. Couldn't do it. But this is really a possibility today. Another thing that is possible is that podcasts just completely get run by synthetic voices. If you wanted to write a script that sounded human, that 
had repetition that didn't necessarily always follow the best practices around the English language and randomly went off on a tangent about 11 labs or randomly went off on a tangent about Morgan Freeman or someone listening to things on 2X, you could write that script. And in writing that script, you could have an AI voice read it. <laughs> Clear warning, folks, I'm not doing that to you right now. It is, this is me, this is me. And it's kind of wild that I have to preface with that. <clears throat> but this is all possible now, right? You can use AI to summarize a blog post. Let's say, for example, you're on a blog. You're reading it and it's great. But you're thinking to yourself, oh, I gotta go catch the bus. I have to go, I gotta go to the gym. I wanna finish this blog post, it's so good. I wish I had a way to consume it. Now, for a lot of people, myself included, I was using an app called Pocket. I would save it to my Pocket and Pocket would read the text and it would read it to me while I was on the go. But now, as a creator, I don't need to make my users, my readers, inconvenienced by the idea that they have to save something to their Pocket. Now, they have the ability to have that blog post read by yours truly. The author can upload their voice directly to a tool like 11 Labs in the matter of seconds. They can get all of the blog posts read to them in the voice of the person who wrote those words. Fascinating, right? Now, here's where it gets also interesting. I've been saying for probably six years, seven years maybe, on stage publicly for five or six years, that AI is gonna fundamentally change the way that we do sales online. I'm convinced of it. I'm convinced one, this is something that if I can go all in and bet all of my wealth on anything, it is my belief that AI in sales is going to be a major, major influence in our lifetime. What do I mean by that? Imagine for a second that you receive a voice note. It's a text message at scale, sent to you. And it says, hey, first name, just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. I wanted to say, I hope that you're having an amazing day. I hope you enjoy the weekend. And it was great chatting with you last week. I'd love to reconnect in a few days. That hits your message. You're gonna think it's personalized. You're even gonna reply back to that individual and probably say, whoa, thank you so much. You took, went out of your day to send that to me, that, that means a lot, right? Now, here's something that you gotta keep in mind. If you do this with AI, you can also automate this experience because now that you have AI, you can imagine in the back end, if you connect a tool like 11abs to an API, you can very quickly create a variable. A variable just like we would in an email where it says, hey, first name, and you can have it say, Hey, Ross. Hey, Jill. Hey, Jack. Hey, Jill. Hey, James. Hey, Christian. Hey, Marcus. Hey, Keegan. Hey, Leah. Whoever. You can have the name said as a part of your script where the name changes because of the database that you've uploaded with a spreadsheet that has all of the names. And the name is inputted into the voice that is synthetically created using the voice AI to say those words. So it feels personalized but it's not. You could also make it a little bit more personalized and make it sound even more human by saying something along the lines of, 
It was great chatting with you a few weeks ago. And you can set the variables a few weeks ago, last week, this week, yesterday, a few months ago, right? And you can base that off of the input in data that was included in your Salesforce, your HubSpot system, whatever it might be. This is the world that we live in today. I don't know how that's going to show up. I don't know how it's all going to play out. But I can say with confidence that that's where we're going. And I'm just talking about voice. Imagine when video comes into the play here, folks. The world is going to be wild. Here's another reality that I think voice is going to do for us. A lot of us grew up listening to radio, fell in love with radio. We have, inter we have radio personalities that we admired, that we never met. There's still some who you have never seen, but you know their voice. If you heard their voice right now, you would be like, oh, there's Sally, right? Voice is a powerful, powerful and very intimate experience for humans to connect with humans. And that's kind of going away, which is sad, but it is what it is, right? Imagine interviews with AIs constantly happening where you're able to literally log in and get interviewed by an AI. I'm not talking about interviewed for entertainment purposes. I'm talking about interviewed for a job. Weird. I know, but it could happen. You sign up, apply for a job, and you show up and you're met with an AI talking to you. And again, just like in the last example, it could say, hey, Ross, let's start this interview by talking a little bit about yourself. Give me a bit of a rundown on your experience. Now, how do you know that this person isn't an AI or it's a person? In today's world, you can't really tell. You really can't tell. And when you start to see the power of this technology, you too might get skeptical because I'm skeptical on a lot of things. I go on Zoom calls and I see people on these calls and I'm not always sure that it's a human. It might just be an avatar, but that's a whole different conversation for a whole different day. But I can imagine a world where interviews are happening with AI-driven voices I can also imagine a world that we already live in and I've seen these happen. You've seen, you've likely seen these. If you haven't, then I encourage you to look it up. But people are replicating musicians' voices and using their voices to create music. So for example, if I wanted to bring Frank Sinatra back and have Frank sing Drop It Like It's Hot by Snoop Dogg, I could make that happen. If I wanted Snoop Dogg to sing some song from Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Lana Del Rey, whoever it might be, I could make it happen because of these AI technologies that allow you to replicate the voices of people and make them sing, rap, or do poetry. Here's something else that would be interesting. Company internal communication. I'm really, really nervous about this one, but I think it's going to come. I think we're going to see it. I really do. I think we're going to see CEOs who are so lazy that instead of communicating with their voice, they're going to just write their text and get their AI to speak on their behalf. And in some ways, I kind of get it. I kind of get like the efficiency benefits, but it does lose a lot of that human touch. And in a remote setting, in a remote environment, Things like that actually do get presented as an opportunity. You could probably get away with it. 
but it's not, in my opinion, the right way to go, folks. Yes, you can do a company update, share it all out using AI, 100%. But as the leader of the company, I would encourage you to still use your voice. All right, there's a few other ideas that I think are going to be real. One of them is webinars. I gave a webinar earlier this week. It's with a um, company called BuzzSumo. And they invited two brilliant minds um, to join me on this webinar. And we talked about AI. And, and check out my social media channels to get a glimpse into it. I think I shared it. Um, in fact, I'll, I'll include a link in the show notes to it as well. But we talked about AI. And while we were talking about AI, I started to think to myself, you know, even though I'm here, I could have all of my ideas written down, pre-created, submitted as my voice and upload it and share it and people would get the same ideas from me. This is all again possible today. When you think about lives on LinkedIn, lives on Twitter, I think we're going to see in the future where people are not going to actually host them. It's going to be AIs hosting them. You're going to click on it. You're going to listen. And all you're going to hear for 30 minutes is someone talking. And you're going to think, oh, wow, that was cool. I got to hear that person talk. But it wasn't actually them. And it definitely wasn't live. It was an AI. It was an AI voice recording of them talking about a certain topic. And you bought into this idea that it was real. This, folks, is my take on where things are going. I don't know what audio AI is going to look like in 2024, 2025, and beyond. But I do believe there are some things that we all need to consider. And I do believe there's gonna be some fascinating use cases that come out of this technology. My biggest message to everyone would be, play with it, experiment with it, try it, and see how it works. But my other message for everyone would be to be careful. Be careful out there because the way that this technology shows up could, in fact, cause some harm. Finding a service solution that helps you better connect with your customers and keep them happy can feel impossible. It's kind of like trying to remember the name of the guy that you just met at a networking event. Was it Ron? Was it Don? Was it John or Sean? Who knows, right? It's like that kind of impossible. HubSpot's all-new service hub can help. Well, with the service solution prior, at least. It brings service and success together in one powerful platform for the first time ever. With an AI-powered help desk and an AI chatbot that helps handle frontline tickets fast. Plus, it comes with a customer success workspace that helps your reps anticipate customers' needs. And a full 360 view of every customer so you can go to market and your go-to-market team can have a pulse on the accounts before you try to upsell or cross-sell. Also, you can scale, support, drive retention, and revenue. And you know what that means. Better service, happier customers at every single stage of the journey. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more with your customers today. I went to ChatGPT and I asked it to ask me a few questions about my thoughts on AI and how audio AI in particular is gonna show up and, and influence people. And it had some interesting questions. Let me dive into a few of them. The first one was, how is audio AI transforming customer service interactions in various in industries? Today, I don't think it's impacting many, but I might be wrong. My belief is that it will be able to 
essentially replace a lot of the use cases that we have for call centers. And I believe in the future, call centers will actually be powered by AI. And these AIs will be trained on the back of databases around if-then statements on how you should respond to certain customer inquiries. I always encourage people to go back probably four or five years ago to a video where Google Duplex showed its strength on how it could have a live conversation and book an appointment with a hairdresser to a point where the human couldn't tell what it was. I believe in the future, we're going to start seeing call centers that are powered completely by AI, where you'll call a company complaining about your flight being canceled. And on the back end, instead of a nice person having a conversation with you, it's going to be an AI. That AI is going to say, hey, Mr. Simmons, could you provide me with your your number on your card, blah, 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 that details your flight information. Then you provide it to them. They'll say, thank you. And then from there, it's going to ask you a question that it always asks. The same question that is asked every single day by real people, it's going to ask it. And then once it gets its answer, it's then going to feed that answer from you into a database, which is then going to say, hmm, just give me a second. And then it's thinking. You'll think that this person is thinking, but it's actually an AI processing the info that you inputted and cross-referencing it across databases and using that data to identify the right response back to you. And then it might ask you another question based off of your question, or maybe it's going to give you an answer. I just checked this and this and this and this, and it turns out the next flight that is available is this one or this one. Do those sound good? It does not sound good, blah, blah, blah. Guess what it's going to pick up? sentiment shift. AI will be able to pick up the tone. It will be able to pick up the shift in sentiment and it will be able to de-escalate that situation because it will understand that this person is starting to be irrational. Sounds wild? Give it four years. This is what I think is coming. This is what I think is going to start showing up in customer service interactions. And if you want to guarantee that you're having a customer service interaction with a human, and the only thing that you're going to be able to do is actually show up in person. Or maybe government's going to come along with regulations that say, if people want to talk to a human, then they have the right to speak to a human. You have to force them to press zero two times and they get owed to a human. That could be a case. It could very well be a case. But from a business standpoint, think about the money saved if you have AIs powering all of those calls. Yes, it's scary. A lot of humans work at call centers. A lot of humans would be replaced in doing this. Fascinating times, folks. Fascinating times. What are the most significant recent advancements in audio AI technology? That was another one. Again, I can't speak enough about Eleven Labs. I used Eleven Labs most recently when I was at a conference. I spoke at this conference in Brazil. And at the end of the conference, I gave my talk and I was talking about marketing. And I said to the group, I was like, I have one more message for you. And then I put on the screen a video of myself. And in that video, it was a deep fake of me talking in Portuguese. And in Portuguese, I told the audience that I'm so grateful for their time. I'm so grateful to have had the opportunity to share 
that I hope that they're careful with this technology. With this technology comes great um, power. And that I'm hopeful that they'll be able to use it to unlock everything that they want in their careers and their life. Brazil, thank you. It said all of that in Portuguese. And the audience went wild. They loved it. They couldn't believe it. They said that it spoke fluent Portuguese to perfection. That was a moment for me where I realized, one, I love Eleven Labs. Their dubbing feature is wild. Again, I'm not getting paid to see this, and this episode isn't sponsored by Eleven Labs in any ways, but check it out, link in the, in the description. It is a fascinating time to be in technology. All right. One of the other questions that ChatGPT threw my way is, um, what role does audio AI play in the development of smart homes and devices? I think we can all say that we're not necessarily the happiest with Siri today with Alexa today. And I think there's an opportunity for us to use AI to get a better experience. I think we're gonna have way better experiences. I think we're gonna be able to say, hey, Alexa, um, can you do this for me? And then Alexa will have a better conversation with you around it. Like I just think it's all going to get better. There are without questions though, a lot of concerns around privacy and security when it comes to this technology, folks. I am not an expert in that. I can tell you for sure that I'm scared, that I'm nervous about it, but I can also say I'm excited at the same time. Another question that it has here is, uh, what are the global implications of audio AI in the workforce? If your job relies heavily on your voice, I'd be afraid. I would be afraid. Things are changing. The technology is moving quickly. Probably not as quickly as, like, I think if you're hearing my words, if you've passed this off to somebody who's in this industry, who, who cares about voice, we're still in the early days. I think we're in early, early days of this technology. But when you come back to this clip 10 years from now, I think you are going to live in a different world. And I don't know what I'm gonna be doing in 10 years. I have a feeling that the world is going to look a whole lot different and I have a feeling that not a lot of people are ready or even aware of the change that's coming. I hope you enjoyed this journal entry. It's been a breakdown on something that I've been thinking about deeply, something that I care about deeply, that I've been enjoying playing with deeply, experimenting with, and I hope that out of this you get an idea, a thought, an inspiration to not only play and tinker, but maybe to experiment with these tools yourself. I'm rooting for you, go get them, and I will see you on the internet. If you want to know how to create like the grades, let's break it down.